When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks and your hearts to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 2, Episode 21? The Thrilla in Phila. Is it episode 21? It is. Okay. Yes. That was a weird minute for me. The only reason that I know that is because you were like, you're about to watch episode 23, two episodes away from what we're actually supposed to be watching. She was about to watch episode 23. She's cheating. Which is the last episode of the season. It is. We're so close. two episodes. It was weird when we started this season. I thought, man, it's going to be so long before this season's over doing one episode a a show. And it has been. It hasn't. Yes, it has it's been very long. It doesn't seem like it. We started season one in February and we finished it in like, I think April or May. And you we've just, been doing this since. You just want to get this this podcast over with, don't you? No, but I'm ready for some good episodes. Um, we've had a bunch of them. At the beginning of this season, yes. We had a few this over the last few weeks. Uh, this wasn't one though. <laughs> you, we're not talking Be- about that yet. Before we talk about that. Uh, I do want to draw everyone's attention to something that's a very good thing to watch on it's the television. current event time. We've got some current events to get you guys caught up on. The only current event that matters anywhere in the world right now, Steven Universe, the movie came out. And I don't know if you're a Steven Universe fan. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. Um, if you like cartoons at all, it's worth watching. If you like musicals at all, it's worth watching. If you have a heart at all... You it's, should just, yeah, you should just watch it because yeah. if you don't watch it, then I don't even know about that heart thing. I'm pretty sure you don't have one. It's amazing. It's, it's so amazing. Uh, we've had it pretty much on loop for a week. On the TV and yes. on our phones. Yes. Like we'll randomly text each other things that we realize just listening to the soundtrack. And I will just know that like Alden's also listening to the soundtrack at the same time because he'll answer with like an answer about another song. So like, like, so he's five will goes West somewhere out there, somewhere out there. You're listening to Steven universe too. Yes. Beneath the spam and line. And I hope you guys are too. Uh, you need to um, like just Steven universe is a great show. I love it. But there's a lot packed into the episodes. Tanya likes it. I like it, but I I've never been like gung ho on Steven Universe. I enjoy it. It's a soothing show. It has so many good like morals and ethics to it that I enjoy and that I do want like people to watch and be inspired by. But the movie is just right. incredible and like if you like musicals, you'll love it because the very beginning is, um, I can't think of names right now. It's, it's, they use a lot of Broadway people. But like, so really, really famous ones. Right. So famous that she doesn't remember their names. Um, Patty Lapone. Yes. And Hairspray. Hairspray. What's the girl's, what's the, she's not from Hairspray. Where's she from? The girl from Spinel. What's she in right now? She's in something big right now. 
I can't remember. I can't remember <laughs> anything right now. Yeah. I have my coffee in front of me and I can't remember anything. The other current event that is happening right now that happened around the same time as Steven Universe is Post Malone's album, Hollywood's Bleeding, came out. And it is also very, very good. I'm sure and you've I love all... It I'm sure very, everyone, very much. I'm sure everyone just lost a lot of respect for her, but I, don't I, I hear that it's very so. good. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. It is amazing. But there are a lot of people in music that I have seen talk about it. Like, hey, I didn't think I was a fan of Post Malone. This album is amazing, though. So I'll give you that. I need to listen. I'm not like, I like music. Music is great. I love music, <laughs> musicals music. Like, I like Broadway music and I like, like, movie musical music. And then I don't have a genre that I am drawn to at all. Like, I just sort of listen to whatever. And I thought I was doing good because I was listening to Lizzo a lot. And instead of listening to podcasts or um, audiobooks on my way to work, like, it was nice to have positivity and, like, that in the morning. But it wasn't always. I have listened to either the Steven Universe soundtrack or the Post Malone album nonstop for seven days. Those are very, very, very good things in life right now. Good. And that concludes current events. Unless you have another one. Do you have any more? No, I only had one, and that's the only thing that matters. So we watched Boy Meets World. Sort of. We really wanted to be watching Steven Universe. Well, but that's that's unimportant, too, because that's going to make it sound like that's tainting our opinion of this, and it's not. No, it's not. Uh, we watched Boy Meets World season two, episode twenty-one. What was it? Uh, what the, was it called? The Thrilla and Phila. You know what that's a play on? No. No. It's uh, it, it's Thrilla in Manila, which was a um, a Muhammad Ali fight. It was a big, big, big thing. You've never heard Thrilla in Manila? Oh, I'm sure I have. I just like. <laughs> If if it's not in a Steven Universe and... or Post Malone, I just don't know right now. Okay, so uh, Muhammad Ali was a boxer. Uh huh. I do know that. Okay. All right. Very famous boxer. Mm hmm. So it kinda has something to do with this episode, as well as Phila, like Philadelphia. What? Now you know. We might go to Philadelphia. Uh, if we go to Philadelphia, we should try to record our episode in Philadelphia. I really need to get tickets. That's like $80. That's another current event is Alden wants to go to a podcast show in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. No, I there's a podcast that I listen to a lot, the Glass Cannon podcast. Um, Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> the Gas Cannon. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You did it. Um, it is um, a Pathfinder podcast. It's basically, it's it's another form of D&D, but um, they do a bunch of stuff. Anyway, they're doing a live show in Philly, and I thought that would be cool because it's within driving distance of us. It would be so fun. Yeah, and she's never been to Philadelphia. Philly. I want to. Um, I've been twice, so. Aren't you just a... I can show you around. Traveler. We can, we can go to the the... Rocky Steps. The what? The oh, Rocky Steps. That's okay. what everybody does in Philly. Do we have to run? I don't nah, I never actually went. I've been to Philly twice. I didn't go to the Rocky Steps. You were going to make me do it? I did get multiple cheesesteaks because I really... Because you didn't know you couldn't eat them yet. I wanted to know what the hype was all about. Was there... Was it... Did it live up to it? Nah. Nah. Is nah. that your Philly voice? No, that's not Philly voice at all. Um, <laughs> okay. But... So, 
I've heard now, I've heard since, since returning, upon my return from the, the fila, uh, I went to the two most famous cheesesteak shops. And everyone, after I came back, was like, yeah, they just make generic cheesesteaks. Then why are they the most famous ones? So anyway, apparently you're supposed to go to a, a mom and pop cheesesteak shop. So if we go to a mom and pop one, if we go to Philadelphia, do you think they'll be able to just like make the meat and put it in a boat for you so that you don't have the bread and you can experience the cheese steak without the bread? Yeah, maybe. And the cheese? <laughs> and the cheese. Just, <laughs> can you give me a steak, please? <laughs> can I have a cheese steak minus the cheese and mm. the bread? <laughs> just a steak. Uh, anyway, we're going to go to Philly, I hope. I hope the tickets haven't sold out. I haven't checked. Good God. We watched an episode. Uh, let's get it over with. <laughs> um, this is directed by David Trainer, Megan Trainer's grandpa. It was written by... Uh, uh, Bus Gang. Well, butt Gang. Uh, Howard... Bl- uh, Blutman? David... Mark Blutman, Howard Bus Gang. David Trainer. Didn't write it, but... <laughs> this sucks. We're doing so well today. Um... Blur me. Season two, episode 21, the thriller and filla. The blurb is Corey wants to be someone again. Okay. Yeah. I think again is a good um, addition to that blurb. So I appreciate that blurb this week. Oh, thank you. I'm yeah. so glad you appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, I'm such a sweetheart. I'm a really good writer as opposed to butt gang. They've written good episodes. We... I'm going to need to go back and listen to Butt Gang episodes again because I remember the first Butt Gang episode, we just really liked saying Butt Gang over uh-huh. and over again, it wasn't which a good made episode. us excited to see a Butt Gang episode, but that episode was not a good episode. Right. But there- he had a good one, or they had... <laughs> they have <laughs> the fused. <laughs> they fused. The collect- Stop Steven universing this podcast. It's the only way it's going to be good. Um. Uh, yeah... They they definitely, definitely have at least one or two good episodes. I remember us talking about one being like, whoa, this was Butt Gang? Mm. Um, <laughs> it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing to ex- exclaim. Um, but this isn't one. So, And maybe you think it is. Like, if you're listening sure. to this and this is, was your favorite episode from childhood, then I am sorry because this is going to be rough on you. I think it's okay to enjoy this in childhood. I enjoyed this one in childhood, in my adulthood. I don't think it's great. It there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of. We've done this before. We're acting like we've never done it before. We're and gonna throw it all together and do eight things that we've done a million times. Only this time we're gonna make it so completely bizarre. Yes. That it might be a Halloween episode again. Yeah. So our our reading of this is going to be very um, disjointed. We're going to do an interpretive reading for you this evening. I'm dancing. <laughs> you just can't see it. You right. Subscribe to our Patreon to see all this <laughs> interpretive dance of Thrilla and Phila. Classroom or not, Tanya? Not. <laughs> They're in the hallway. They're approached by... Topanga. We love Topanga. We do love Topanga. This episode's off to a good start. It was off to a very good start. Um, And she's asking them, 
what they're going to what they're senior what not senior what they're <laughs> the year is coming quote. close to an end i guess because she's asking what their yearbook quote is going to be and what they felt like they accomplished in their first year of high school because in seventh grade they all get yearbook quotes apparently i mean in seventh grade they're also in high school yeah um and they start talking to her about how they haven't made a name for themselves yet which is crazy yeah they were radio stars yeah sean like school havoc (laughs) on the school like a million times Uh i think they dated everyone in high school and they are in seventh grade and this Corey got mono okay (laughs) do you Uh remember being a kid or being like that age if someone got mono everyone knew who that kid was it's true Corey made a name for himself just by getting mono and he thinks he didn't accomplish anything well but this is he turned into a werewolf this is he didn't really that was okay that was was that this season it was okay that was bucking that was their first okay um that was our first (laughs) bucking oh boy um anywho uh, Where were you? Corey. What did you experience? No, 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 Your no, no. first bucket. No, 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 no. It's just, that sounds a lot worse than it was intended to. And almost offensive. So, um, God. But this is at least the third time this season that they have talked about how they need to make a name for themselves. And every other time they have done something amazing and huge that got the whole school talking to make a name for themselves and now they're like we just haven't done anything to make a name for ourselves maybe they forgot okay cool the way that they forget that they ever had girlfriends or they forget that anybody likes them or they forget that they're even friends with each other like they forget really sorry they forget things every day like things like we talk about the the continuity issues like obviously they just forgot they had made a name for themselves you're right this is a great episode so um they Corey starts to blame it on the jocks Corey's talking about how it's all the jocks fault that they didn't make a name for themselves because the jocks were too busy i don't know wearing jackets up until this episode i don't even think i knew that there were jocks in the school except Except for when they talked to harley and um, oh they talked to griff True, they talked to Griff, and then they talked to Harley back when TK. Oh, were those jocks? Yeah, but they were like huge jocks. Hmm. Um, so I they're... thought they were parents. Yeah, so Corey's complaining about the jocks, even though um, they have clearly made a much bigger impression on the rest of the, the school than the jocks have. Right. And the jocks come over to them and Corey and Sean get get very upset about it, worried because they were talking bad about them. Um, What happens? One of the guys picks up Sean. And what is that guy's name? I don't know. His name is Savage, Savage. which is Corey's real last name. Yep. Trivia. And they say no to pick up the other one. Try the other one. And I think he says too heavy. And they pick up Ben Savage, Corey, and because that's Savage is his last name, Tanya. What? And, that is so cool. And they say, "Perfect, you're a wrestler now." 
they needed someone in the lightweight class. Right. They didn't have anybody to fill because out that class. Everyone on the wrestling team is 80 years old and weighs 300 pounds. Yes. And Corey, uh, what a turnaround. Just very quickly. They give him a jacket, a Letterman jacket, and he brags to Sean about his jacket. And then one of the wrestlers says, don't forget about your candy. And it's a girl. It is a girl who immediately I recognized yes. from, I was very, very impressed with myself because I was like, I know her. And Alden was like, she was in something and he started naming things. I'm like, no, no, I think it was, I think it was California Dreams, which I realize I don't even know where that name even came from in my brain. The probably and then the thing I, that she was in. I looked it up and she was from California Dreams. And I don't even remember I, watching that show that much. I don't know where it came from. It just happened to be the show she was in. Shut up. She was also in Baywatch. <laughs> yes, she was. Um, which, fun fact, there's a Baywatch star later in the episode. What? Hey, that's a spoiler. Her last name is Savage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, it, we go to Mr. Feeney's class where... Griff immediately jumps the shark. He last week we were talking about what a great character he was and how subtle and impressive it was to watch him like be a psychological bully. And this week it opens with him having a masseuse come into the school with a massage table and sets it up in the history class to massage him. I'm still here for it. I'm not. I know. It was it was just too silly. Like it didn't follow what his character was last week upon introduction, like right. at all. Right. It does still set it up to be different from Harley in the fact that, like, he's not a bad boy in the fact that he's bullying. He's just kind of wreaking havoc in a very personal way. Like, he's just doing what he wants and he doesn't care what anybody says. And he just has to have that m- massage. Yeah. He's feeling a little tense. Uh, me too. And it's the only time that he had a chance to fit this mystery. Right, because in. Mr. Feeney's insisting that he goes to classes. So exactly. he must have the he must have the masseuse come to him. We have talked about the fact that I don't think you understand compromise. This is a perfect example of compromise. He was in class the way Mr. Feeney wanted. We've talked about a lot of things that don't make any sense. But um <laughs> this episode continues. Uh so Mr. Feeney gets very upset about the masseuse, tells him he can't make a mockery of his school. Takes him out into the hallway to talk to him, right? And then uh, Joey and Frankie walk up with lobsters yeah. in a barrel, fresh from Maine or something. Like they just flew in on an airplane. Yeah. And Frankie wants to eat his lobster already, but it's not cooked yet. Yeah. And they start just kind of playing with the lobsters in the hallway. They invite Mr. Feeney to lunch to have lobster with them. And he's like, yeah, screw you guys. Bye. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Griff offers him a four pound lobster if he'll just drop everything. Like, <laughs> it's, drop is, the charges. Drop Mr. your Feeney. charges, Mr. Feeney. I have a four pound lobster for you. Um, there's like, oh, you have it too. Never mind. Um. So we didn't take notes this time. We just printed off the wiki because we we didn't, we yeah. didn't want to watch the episode again. Uh, but but then Mr. Feeney talks to them about how 
they don't have an identity and what are they going to do when he's not around? Like he didn't just appear last week. But it's a good point, Mr. Feeney. It is a good point it because he they were lost. Yeah. They were lost without him. He's challenging them to get their own identities. But he's not saying, remember last week when he wasn't here and you didn't know who you were? It he's could saying, have been longer than that. He's saying, whatever would you do if you didn't have him and you didn't have an identity of your own? And they were like, that couldn't happen, right, Mr. Feeney? And Griff goes, oh, it could. Yeah, because he basically says, what What are you going to do when he gets expelled? And they're like, he's not going to get expelled. He can't get expelled, right? And Griff is like, I mean, I got expelled from every other school before here mm-hmm. because I ordered lobsters from Maine and had a masseuse come into the classroom. Yep. So that sets up Griff, I mean, uh, um, Joey deciding he needs to make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. That'll play out here shortly. Mm-hmm. So... um. God, this is such a bad episode. (laughs) The next morning, Amy and Alan watch as Eric struggles down the stairs with a toothbrush in... His back. (laughs) (laughs) So we we printed out the wiki and there's 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 an error in the middle of the page. So it cuts out everything in between. So that joke is really funny to us who are looking at this paper and not funny at all to anybody else. Um, Because it says, with a toothbrush in blank, blank, blank... On guess, his back. I guess Corey was on his back. Yeah, and he Corey. Had his arms wound tightly around Eric's throat. <laughs> around his throat. And because Corey is practicing his um, wrestling. Right. And uh, Eric. Uh, Alan says something like, Eric, stop messing with Corey. And Eric's like, I can't. He has his around my windpipe. And everyone laughs. And except for us, Corey's talking about how like he's uh, he's big and bad. Um, and Amy's super not into this whole wrestling thing. And Alan is super into this wrestling thing because of his boxing that he did. Well, Amy's and, like, afraid that her little boy is going to get hurt. She's afraid of of him getting hurt. But he goes and hangs out with Sean. Alone. Well, and every he, day. He points out that he's the only one in his weight class. He doesn't have anything to worry about. Um, like, he's not going to fight. So she's like, all right, whatever. And they sign his permission slip. Um, but now we go to... Chubby's. Chubby's, where Topanga is at... Uh, trying to talk to Corey about his yearbook quote, because he still hasn't given her anything. I don't know why she's hassling him about this. Well, Sean knows why. Oh, yeah. Sean's so intuitive. It's like... It's like he's never seen Topanga profess her adoration yeah. for Corey. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, she asked him for his quote, and Corey says, My quote is, because I'm a wrestler now. It's a good quote. Is it? Yeah. Like, if he, if under his picture it just said, it'd be great. I mean, I guess, but it doesn't describe him at all. Like, he's not a wrestler. He- you would do that. You would have er as your quote. Yeah, but it'd be a sexy thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But other people would read it and be like, oh, he must have been a wrestler. Yeah, it was a wrestler. A sexy wrestler. (laughs) Um, But uh, Corey starts like roughhousing with the the other jocks there. And she walks away and talks to Sean. And she says something like, Sean, where do you think Corey is going to be in the next 10 years? And Sean's like, um... Don't you mean me? Yeah, why aren't you asking me about me? And she goes, I did. And he says, no, you asked, you said Corey. And she says, 
She's like, no, I didn't. And she gets like super mad. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you like him. And she's like, shut up. I'll kill you. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you really, really like him. And she just like gets frustrated and walks away. Yeah. But again, we know. We know. We've been over this. This isn't new, except I guess it's new. Yeah. And what if all of these are just different dimensions? Different dimensions? Like you gotta stop trying to make this episode into something it's not because <laughs> it really is just no, kind of a every single time they repeat these things that were like uh obviously that has already happened obviously this has already happened maybe it hasn't happened in that dimension Ten thousand timelines and only one did Corey... and there's only one topanga so whenever she disappears from one dimension she's just in the other dimension which dimension is minkus in let's find it we haven't gotten there yet Okay, so um, she runs away. Corey starts, like, wrestling, wrestling with the jocks, like, fighting each other in the middle of chubbies. But, like, you can't tell at this point, but they're play fighting. Mr. Turner walks up, and he's like, Matthews, you, everybody, leave him alone. Yeah, he starts, like, defending him. Yeah, and he's like, who threw the first punch, Matthews? Which goon threw the first punch? And Corey goes, me. He goes, this goon, And he seems sort of like a toddler. Yeah. He's like, I'm a jock, and this is what jocks do. Yeah. Um, Cor- uh, Candy is in the background of all this, by the way. Like, every time Corey's around, she's around. She- yeah, and she's not, like, being, like, overly affectionate with him or anything. But no, she's just there. She's just there, and it's, like, sort of insinuated that that's, like, his arm candy. Yes. Like, they're sort of together-ish. It's, but in- it's sort not- of insinuated? Like, her name but- is Candy. But they're not, like, she's just a girl that hangs out with the jocks. Yeah, they haven't, like, made out. And I think out. she is also a wrestler. Is she? There's one point where she's wearing, like, a leotard, like, a wrestling one. So I I feel like she is a wrestler. But Anyway, so they're all talking about this. And in walks, um, well, they, they go, hey, we got to get the jacket back. Um, somebody else is trying out, is trying out for your weight class and because Corey had just told Mr. Turner, like, don't worry about it. There's no one in my weight class. I don't even have to fight. And, uh, because Mr. Turner had said, uh, all right, Matthews, if you say so, I hope you got uh, a good blood donor or something like that. Um, and Corey's like, don't even worry about it. I'm not actually wrestling anyone. And. Of course, on cue, he's wrestling someone. Someone else is trying out. Corey's got to wrestle him so that he can... By the way, even if he's the only one in this weight class in this school, right? he would still yeah, have to wrestle. The way matches work is yeah. like you wrestle the people from that weight class in other schools. Yeah. Listen to the two people who didn't go to regular school tell you how school goes. <laughs> so uh, in walks Frankie, and Corey's like, how... How and we heavy. did too, honestly. At first, I was like, so I was like, uh, what? It took me a minute to realize who was going to come in next. Yeah. Because Corey's like, how heavy does my weight class go? And he goes, it's not him. And in walks Joey. Yep. And he's ready to wrestle. Mm-hmm. He's squeaking about something because his voice is very squeaky in this episode. So he was like squeaking about becoming a wrestler. 
Well, because Joey has decided he wants to make his a name for himself. Mm-hmm. Now's his time because without Griff, he doesn't have an identity. Here, he's going to make his own identity. Is he's going to be any, a wrestler. Is there any point in this episode where Corey and Joey realize that they basically have the same goal? No, I don't think so. Um, but um, Griff like walks in and defends him and whatever. He's like, he's going to kick your ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, Corey's freaking out. So, so the next day, we're in the gym and... Corey is like working out as much as he can, which it's not a lot that he can do because he's a weakling and Sean comes to talk to him. And while they're sitting there talking, Frankie and Joey walk in and Frankie starts training Joey. And he's like, I learned so much in Japan when I watch the wrestlers in Japan. And so he starts showing him like techniques from Japan. Well, and he says, this is knock the bigger wrestler out of the ring. He's just sumo wrestling. Right. He does like the sumo wrestling pose. And it seems like Joey is going to be really bad at this. And Corey's just like, oh, wow, we don't have anything to worry about. I think I can take him. I can do this. And then all of a sudden, Joey takes Frankie down. Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Uh uh-oh, this is not good. Well, because he he runs and he he jumps and he drop kicks him. He drop kicks Frankie. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I don't, yeah, he I don't, does that whole like running and like jumping and the his both of his feet come up off of the ground at a parallel level and hit Frankie and Frankie kick. falls over and Joey's the winner. <laughs> You're just trying to add time to the podcast? Yes, that is a drop kick. Um, <laughs> you kept saying um, so I wanted to fill your um time. My um time. Uh I'm just trying to figure out what happened in this episode. <laughs> so um, um, um. Am I supposed to be filling the time now? I guess. Tell me about a dropkick. So, Joey begins to constantly harass Corey. So, you we cut to a bunch of different scenes where Corey's doing something and Joey does something to, like, taunt him. Mm-hmm. Um, he walks out of the bathroom and the payphone's ringing and he picks up the phone and it's like, we have a collect call for Corey Matthews. And he's like, I'll accept it. And it's joey who's like you're yellow yeah what does that mean what do you mean you're yellow oh yellow like your yellow belly not collect call (laughs) what's a collect our kids probably don't know what a collect call is we should ask we should ask um yellow is just like yellow belly what does that mean you've never heard that no and why is yellow belly a coward thing i don't know it's just always been that way is that a bad thing or a good like is that like is it that okay does that hold up? Is it bad? I don't know. I've heard it a, a hundred thousand times since I was a kid. I don't think in, I ever did. It was in so many movies and TV shows. I don't know it. Okay. I It's super in a lot of stuff. Uh, Tanya's looking it up now. So anyway, um, Frankie, I mean, Joey's just taunting Corey and whatever. Yellow Valley. A coward. Or any of various animals with yellow underparts. Okay, but where does it come from? I don't know. I want to make sure that it doesn't mean anything bad. Okay. It's the kind of words cowboys use. I don't know about you, but I think anything a cowboy says is probably not great. Yeah, I said yeehaw the other day and she punched me. <laughs> um, so 
they set up a match between Corey and, and Joey for who's going to be on the right. team. And whoever wins is on the team. Whoever loses is off. And it's brought up that whoever wins gets the jacket. Like, this jacket is a very integral part of the, the mm-hmm. plot. Um, because if he's wearing the jacket, then it means that he is somebody. And everybody will know that he's somebody because they will see him in the jacket. But uh, so they they have their match in school and Corey and Sean talk about it. And they're like, oh, he he beat Frankie, but he we watched him train and he only knows how to run forward and knock him down. That's all that they train to do. So just move out of the way. So Frankie runs at him. I mean, Joey runs at him and Corey just steps out of the way. And then grabs him and then pins him. Yeah, like, and in all him. honesty, Corey does wrestle him. Yeah, no, he did great. Yeah. I expected it to be something completely different. He absolutely wrestled him. I was impressed. He did. Good but job, then he, Corey. He did pin him like a 90s wrestler and not so much. I mean, like a WWE wrestler and, and not, not so much like a wrestler. school wrestler. But right. um, he won. He, like, yeah. he won either Fair way. Fair and square. Fair and square. But guess who's not okay with that? Joey. And Griff and Frankie. So they want to set up another match after school, outside of school grounds. So, Well, not outside of school grounds, but after school, somewhere private where they can really like go after each other. And so this is where Joey starts screaming yellow at him. True. Whatever. Because Corey's like, I won the match. Yeehaw. I won the match. And that's that. And Joey's like, no, you don't want a rematch because you're a coward. Mm, And he starts like chasing him around the school, calling him a coward, doing the collect call thing, blah, blah, blah. And then Corey gets told to be at the school that night. And he's like, how are we going to get in? The only person who has keys is Janitor Bud. And Griff is like, not anymore. No, he doesn't have his keys anymore and holds up his keys, like his key ring. So, so the janitor can't clean the school because of Griff. Correct. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so it's nighttime. It's at the school. Everyone's like, Corey, you sure you really want to go through with this? He does. He wants to go through with it at that point. Yeah. And they're like sneaking. So like Corey and Sean are sneaking into the school quietly. Everything is dark. And they're like, at least no one else is going to be here. And they open the gym door, and everyone in the world is there. Well, because Corey had decided right at the last minute, he's like, I don't need to do this. I'll just give him the jacket and let him win. And Sean's like, backing out of the fight. Okay, that's ballsy. And that's when Corey's like, no one's going to be here anyway. And yeah, everyone in the world is there. There's a ring set up in the middle of the, the gym, like, but like not like a boxing ring. I think the ring. gym has gotten bigger. It has. Um. It's become like a pay-per-view. It has. Uh, and he's completely taken aback and overwhelmed, as are we all. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, when Griff is doing the announcing and he's like, uh, wait, who comes out? Yasmin Bleeth. No. Well, first, yeah. he Was N- Yasmin Bleeth first? Yeah, because he... Uh, Eric walks over to him and is like, you got to do this. I paid $50 for my ticket. Uh, I get to sit next to Baywatch's Yasmin Bleeth. And then he goes to sit down next to her. I think, I think. Whatever. Griff, I don't Griffin, know. Griffin like happened. made out with her. Did he? Yeah. Griff like announces that she's there in the mic, makes out with her. 
And then she goes to sit down. You're right. Eric comes in later. Um, And then after Yasmin Bleeth is announced, then he's like... Michael Bu- Buble. My- Robert Goulet. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. I love Michael As I said Michael Buble, I was like, that is not right. It's Robert Goulet. Yeah, yeah. Um, much more of a 90s person than Michael Buble. <laughs> a little bit. Uh Robert Goulet is announced and he comes to sing the national anthem in the ring. And I'm sitting here watching a television going, what are we doing this podcast for? We this is such a everything. weird episode. Um, so he sings the national anthem. You, you cuts to Joey and Frankie. Joey's got his hand over his heart. Frankie has the wrong hand over his heart. <laughs> Which isn't um, even funny because Frankie's really smart. Why are they acting like he's stupid now? Yeah. Um, he is a poet. Yes, he is. And he's smart. Yes, he like, is. Like, they might be, like, not... Sh- no, no, they're very smart. They speak better than anyone in the school. They use way more proper English than anyone in the school. And they decide that Frankie was going to put the wrong hand over his heart like a two-year-old. Yeah. No, it was weird. So, they go through that. Eric walks in then at that point, and he's like, you got you to gotta go through with this. I paid $50. I paid $50 to watch some idiot get pounded and sit next to Yasmin Bleeth. Um, after she had made out with Griff, the, the student. Yeah. So, then, so, Robert Goulet is doing all of the announcing, and he announces that Frankie's father is going to be joining them now this is, this is why alden actually remembered this episode because yes. i remember a few years ago talking about boy meets world with him and him saying well i remember when vader was on there this isn't the only episode vader's on it's not vader stays frankie's father this isn't and see i didn't even know that he was frankie's father it happens you told me that he was i mean it happens a handful of times i, I off the top of my head i can remember two or three times for sure um but I don't think it's much more than that. But it was memorable for me. I, at this point in my life, I was just becoming a wrestling fan, and Vader was super big and scary and mean. So this was a big deal for me. Yeah, I could see that. And it was also a moment where you kind of see this character being another character, like mm-hmm. sort of. Well, because as a kid, dude, I mean, well, you were a different kind of kid. You probably did realize that Vader was a character and not the actual person. When I was a kid, I did not realize that. I thought wrestlers were who they were. I I thought it was real for a while, and I don't know when I realized it wasn't. So I don't I don't know. Um, I was sixteen. <laughs> when you realized the Undertaker didn't actually raise from the dead. I mean, yeah. I no, I mean I knew that he I knew that there were theatrics to it, but I also thought everything else was real. Oh, okay. Um but Vader was a big deal and and you kind of get to see him as a different he plays this the same kind of character as Frankie's father, but later on when he talks to Mr. Feeney, he completely breaks character, so that's fantastic. Um so that, I think that's why it was so memorable for me because at this this time in 1995, you never saw wrestlers break character. Right. They were always their character. Um, other than, you know, watching Hulk Hogan um, uh, act in movies and stuff Shh. like that. Let's, let's just not even... I mean, he's a garbage piece of shit. Let's but... just pretend he doesn't exist. Well, he does and he sucks. Um, but 
that was the only other real example of anyone being a big actor. There were others. Roddy Piper was an actor, but it wasn't at the same level. Right. And now it's way different. Now, like, thanks to social media, and I do thank social media for this because getting back into wrestling as an adult, it's a completely different experience because you can follow these people on Instagram and see their actual, like, human side and their personalities. And so many of them are just such great people that it makes you appreciate them so much more in the ring. Well, and they're so, they're such hard workers and everything is so theatrical, but it's also so hard on them. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and they are athletes and they are actors. Like it is not just like, they're just actors. Like they are doing all of these crazy things, but they're also acting at the same time. Well, so I saw a thing on um, online the other day where Lin-Manuel was talking about wrestling. Lin-Manuel Miranda, the, the creator of Hamilton. Um, My president. <laughs> um, he was talking about a wrestling event and people were going nuts. Like, I can't believe he likes wrestling. Oh, my God. People were making fun of him for it. And people really? were. I mean, yes, but more so people were all about it. A lot of people were very excited about this. Like, I can't believe he's a wrestling fan, too. And somebody in this whole conversation pointed out, like, I'm a theater nerd. Um, I grew up in theater. One of the best things I've ever done is realized how easy it is to get theater nerds into wrestling because it's... Theater nerds. It's, yeah. These are theater nerds. Athletic theater nerds. Yeah. It said, these are theater nerds who decided to get buff. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. I, I wanted to talk about something I enjoyed for a minute. This has been wonderful. Because um, I, I love it, too. So, anyway, Vader's there. Vader, it's Vader time. He was a big dude. Um, rest in peace. He died last year. Um, and Alden was very upset about it. Yeah, no, it sucked. That's why we talked about him being on Boy Meets World. Right. And he'd been in poor health for years, so it, it really sucked because you just always wish that he would get better. But these wrestlers, like, people talk about, ooh, it's fake and it's blah, blah, blah. Ugh. These guys have killed themselves. I mean, not yes. even, like, what I mean is they have put them their bodies through so much and done so much to try to be these characters that they have damaged themselves to such a devastating level and it's so upsetting yeah i mean we watched we together had not been watching wrestling very much when we first got together and then we got together and we started watching wrestling a lot together and right when we started rewatch when we started watching it again the undertaker was coming back for like a huge match mm. And we were both very excited about this and we were watching it and like literally like I'm sitting there like my eyes were huge. I was so excited about this. Alden was very excited about it too. And we watched him in horror as he did things that no one his age should be doing. And in his like it was obvious that he should not be doing these things like he his movements were stilted. He was hurting himself he kept bleeding and bleeding and bleeding and i was just like he can't do this anymore and we've watched him come back at least six times since then six times and it absolutely gets worse and worse every time but i can't watch it anymore yeah um i don't enjoy it but i i i have to hope and this is a completely different podcast at this point i have to hope that it seems like 
we know a lot more now and people are taking better care of themselves mm-hmm. and there's more um, concern for their health and their safety. So yeah. I have to hope that these guys now, because I mean, um, AJ Styles is out there right now wrestling at 41 years old and he's in amazing shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to think that at 55 or whatever, he's not going to be in the same position that Vader was in at 55. Right. And because... they're definitely taking way more time between injuries and stuff. Like right. people are out and they have. Well, and they're not doing the drugs that they used to do, that which was a big deal. Too. Vader did a lot. Well, there's a big health kick where, I mean, a lot of these people are in CrossFit and stuff like that. Like there's an ethics to these programs that. I don't think we're in place with wrestlers before now. Yeah. Um, but it's great. Okay, so <laughs> Sean was... accidentally rings the bell. Yeah, he rings the bell. The match starts. Um, who wins? Um, well, who wins? It. I mean, it. It goes back and forth. So yeah. Corey and Joey are fighting, and then Joey tags Frankie, and Which Frankie and wasn't Corey discussed. Are... They no. never discussed it being Mm-mm. a tag match. Nope. So Corey and Frankie are in the ring together, and then Corey tags Eric, Eric, and Eric. Eric is in the ring with Frankie, and then Frankie tags Vader, and so then Vader's in the ring with Eric, and then Vader grabs Eric by the balls, I think, and like uh-huh. throws him. So that happens, and there's, I and guess. And then Mr. Feeney walks in. Oh, yeah. And he's like, gotta break it up. And he, no, he walks. goes, put. Mr. Matthews down. You're right. He walks into the ring where Vader is holding Eric Matthews and he tells him to put him down. And that's when Vader throws him down. Well, because Mr. Feeney goes, don't make me tell them your real name, Leslie. (laughs) And he's like, you wouldn't. And Mr. Feeney says, I would. And then he drops Eric. Um, But it was like this moment where Mr. Feeney like jumps in and he's like, I remember when you were in school here, you little shit. Yeah. Yep. Um, but technically, so technically, I guess Corey wins. I don't know. Because Mr. Feeney steps in. I don't know. Mr. Feeney gets tagged and Corey wins. Yeah. Uh, but Corey decides he doesn't want to be on the team anyway. So he tells Savage. <laughs> you just want to keep saying that, don't you? Yep. He tells Savage that he does not want to be a wrestler anymore and gives him the jacket back. Candy. And Candy starts walking away and he's like, where are you going? She's like, oh, I'm with the jacket. Yeah, she has cheapened herself. Yes. Later that day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Corey, Griff, Joey and Frankie are in detention with Mr. Feeney. Oh, wait. What? Topanga. Well, sure. Topanga and Corey have like a little heart to heart about what Corey's blurb is going to be. And he's like, well, what's yours? And she says something about love and yeah, something or other. Like it's when very you, sweet. The one you love will come to you and you will be there After for them. After giving back his Letterman jacket. And Vader has destroyed the competition. And Mr. Feeney has conquered all. Mm-hmm. And Corey goes, Vader conquers love. I want the same thing written on mine. Yes. And like, Aww. And I thought it was sweet. And Alden was so done with this episode. He was like, yeah, no, this is stupid. Yeah. Later that day, 
I already said it. Detention, all four of them. Yeah, so they're in detention because they were in the school. Why the whole school wasn't in detention is beyond me because they all were in the school after hours. Corey was just as much of a victim in this situation as anybody else other than Griff, Joey, and Frankie. Yeah, well, I I don't think Joey and Frankie should have, like, they didn't. Agreed. They were just trying to win. Griff should have been in there by himself. Yeah, well, anyway, he wasn't. Or the whole school should have been in there. Sure, and Vader. So they, Mr. Feeney, like, says you're in detention now, bye, <laughs> and walks out and, and locks Chris, like, the door. don't leave me alone with them. And they're like, oh, it's okay. You obviously have never done a Griff detention. Griff tension. A Griff tension. And he, like, snaps his fingers, and Robert Goulet walks in. Michael Bublé walks in. <laughs> I wish. And starts singing and dancing and whatever. And then and they're, they like, all, they're all like bopping their they heads. Are, but Joey is like, I can't even do it justice. I don't know how to explain it. Like he's like swinging his head around in circles and like just so happy. I really wish you could see Holden right now. <laughs> it was very good. It was a good. It was the one good thing about the episode. And other Vader than time. Vader. All so, right, we did it. We did it. We did it. I thought this was going to be a 20-minute episode, but then we started talking about wrestling. Thank and, God and for wrestling. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, thank God for Lin-Manuel Miranda. So, Tanya, how'd you feel about the episode? I did not like it, Alden. Why? It was just very dumb. I'm, I miss the ones that have heart. We've had like four episodes now where there was just no heart to it, and I missed that. I thought last week was good or something. No. I mean, it was good. We had Griff show up, and we liked that. But it You're still right. wasn't. There was no heart to it. We haven't had heart in a while. It is very clear, though, that Butt Gang, they use Topanga. They like to throw her in there. Yeah, for just, like, little split-second yeah. shots. Like, they're it like, is. I mean, she's a character on the show. We have to use her for a minute. They at least have to show that something is going on with this person. What are you looking at? Two weeks ago, we had the um, Eric dreaming and watching the or listening to the tape. Which was very good, but was there heart to that episode is what I'm saying. Like, substance. Oh, wait. that Was that the Sean? The trailer Sean? Yeah. Okay. That one had heart. Yeah. That one was good. I just want episodes that make me think about things. And I don't. I do, too. Um, I don't mind silly episodes. I don't like the over-the-top ignorance of anything that's happened in their lives before. Yes, or complete disregard for who the characters are right. as people. Right. Like, um, Sean wasn't even a character in this episode. He literally just followed them around and did stupid things like ring the bell too soon. Right, and Joey and Frankie were completely different than they normally mm-hmm. are. Um Griff was a completely different person this week than he was last week. Right. Um, Eric was over the top dumb. Um, like it just. It, I mean, get used to that one. I know, but overall, it just was so disjointed and didn't make any sense. And I don't, I don't think it was maybe five or six minutes in where I just was done with it because it was very apparent. Like as soon as, so Griff had the masseuse come in, and I was like, oh boy. And then the lobsters, I was just kind of like, all right, this is ridiculous. This isn't even, like, they're not even trying to be characters. They're trying to just do funny stuff for a show. Right. Exactly. And 
at that point, like, I had accepted the fact that there was not going to be any substance to this episode, but I was like, well, at least there's Griff. Like, he's he's a shining gem in this awful, dull episode, and Alden is like, uh, no, he's not. He's just as bad as everything else in here. Yeah. He did agree with me that Topanga was great, though. Yeah, but... But she's... She's only in there for like a second here and there. And I, I, we, I wish I'd done a little bit more research on this, but I feel like every uh, bus, butt gang episode, there is a two minute good Topanga story. Yes. Like. Did they do the one where he had mono? Yes. Okay. Wait, I don't I don't remember if it was that one. They did. They did the Wolfman episode where they, they right. kissed at the end of the episode. Right. But if. They did the mono episode. That would make sense, too. I don't remember. Do you remember which episode that was? It was three episodes ago, I think. It was It was Eric's episode, which we liked that episode. But it was like we only had Corey for a minute. No, that was um, Jeff Minnell. Okay. He's a strong writer, that Jeff Minnell. Anyways, look at through all my notes. I'm I'm wondering though, like I know for a fact that we're going to be hitting some like in-depth things coming up. Oh, I God. don't know whether it's in this season or not. But gang did the um the on the air episode with the Robin Leach uh-huh. and there, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But gang is we just like saying it. Go ahead. Just start saying stuff. Cause... Butt gang? No. Oh. Start saying podcast stuff. Oh, you want me to start saying like the you can find us at? Are you ready to stop? I mean, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? Because this one's a tough one. And like, I do feel bad because there are, there is someone who has nostalgia and happy feelings towards probably every single episode. And I don't want to try to like, take that away like if this was your favorite episode then great and i'm sorry that it wasn't ours but i don't i couldn't even pull out very many good things about it bucking did the episode where wendy where we were very upset that they were just ignoring the fact that Corey had tk the week before oh yeah i loved the wendy episode so anyway i feel bad for that too because i was someone who looking back in my mind thought fondly on this episode Mm -hmm. and then we watched it and all that was redeeming for it to me was vader Vader. um so i am the person that you are apologizing to so i accept your apology and it's a bummer to sit here and talk about an episode and act like it was terrible it was the worst thing in the world but i really didn't enjoy this yeah me either I do think, though, what's hard is that I think anyone watching the episodes, they can just skip it if they don't like it or they never have to watch it again. And we're like, hey, we're doing the hard thing because we had to watch it and we had to analyze it. We did that for you guys because we love you. Yeah. Don't watch this episode. Just listen to us talk about it or skip this episode of our podcast, too. Uh, Don't skip this episode of our podcast. If if they got this far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They heard it all. So. Good point. We're you can... very happy that you listened to us today. Yeah, we are. Still no Montana, though. 
That's so weird. Maybe it's because there isn't a huge population in Montana. I learned that today on another podcast. Wow. Like, it's a huge state, but its population is only like 1 million in a state that comparatively should have way more. You can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Yeah, you can. I haven't checked the email. You should. You should. I I did. We got a couple emails. I need to reply. At BMG and BMW at (laughs) gmail.com. And our Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash group slash BMG and BMW or just search for Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World or BMG and BMW. You can talk to us and John Asby. That's it. That's it. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World season. Next week, I really hope it's a good show and a good episode for not just our sakes, but for yours. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World season two, episode 21. Class dismissed.